You are listening to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. Learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. With a passion for literacy and supporting teachers, here's your host, Megan Polk from Miss P's Style. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Literacy Dive. Now, I don't know about you, But it seems like every time students return back from a break, they seem to need this special amount of time to ease back into a routine. Now, typically we're thinking that after a break, you should feel refreshed and ready to jump into new content. But for our students, it seems like they're not quite ready for that. So thinking about before the break, Your students were probably starting to fizzle and fade. Heck, maybe you were starting to fizzle and fade. And so whenever I feel like I'm jumping into a new routine, like now, I have to add some spice and pizzazz to that task in order to pump me up and get me in the groove of whatever it is I want to do. And for right now in my life, that is starting to work out again, as well as trying to stick to a new life schedule. Like seriously, I never even eat breakfast. And so that is one thing on my life schedule that I am trying to do. Eat breakfast. Another thing is to drink water. Y'all, I hate drinking water. Like the dislike for water is so real, but... One thing I had to do was start getting some really fun water bottles or the water bottles with the little um, time tick marks or the really fun straws, just something to make that more enjoyable for me to be able to do that task of drinking water. I could go on and on and on, and you're probably thinking, what does you getting a really fun water bottle have to do with my students? I am thinking back to every school year when those certain times of year when my students were experiencing exhaust or after breaks when they were experiencing all these emotions with the transition back into our routine. And whenever I know that they are experiencing those types of feelings, I know that it's my cue to kick it up a notch or 11. So today I am going to share 11 ways to spice up your writing time with your students and keeping the block fresh, rejuvenating, and fun. You can easily implement these ideas into your classroom immediately. Spiraling these ideas throughout the year can definitely boost student participation, their energy, and their overall excitement. Now, I will be listing these ideas in no particular order, so I don't necessarily have a favorite, but all of these ideas I have implemented in my classroom before. You will be able to find everything that I mentioned today in the show notes, so just listen and let's go. Number one, writing materials. Anytime I can give my students mechanical pencils, colored pens, like flare, gel, and we know as teachers that we have several extra pens to go around. 
Whenever we can use colored pencils, those skinny markers, even those scented markers, any types of fun paper, that always gets students excited when it's time for writing. Now, where do you get these materials from? I love hitting up the Dollar Tree. I do like going to the Target Dollar Spot, but the Dollar Tree is my jam for getting some of these writing materials that I can just have on standby anytime we need to kick it up and get refreshed. So definitely check out some of those Dollar Tree type stores because it's inexpensive and you can start beefing up your writing materials stack and be ready to implement that at any time. Number two, having a student DJ. Now this is exactly what it sounds like. Allowing students to select the songs for your writing block. Whatever genre they feel like, whatever type of music they wanna hear, it is ultimate buy-in when you can allow students to choose the music that's going to be playing. And if you don't use music, I highly recommend from time to time to turn some on. I love having soft music playing when my students are writing. I do know that during state testing, the room is completely quiet. So there are times whenever we are revising, editing, and publishing, or whenever we are specifically doing a certain genre of writing, where I want them to walk through the entire process where we might not have music, but I definitely love incorporating music. So if you incorporate music, let your students select the songs for the playlist. They can select one song and you add it to a playlist or you can have a student select a certain genre or type of music and that is what's listened to. On Fridays, I love doing Free Choice Friday and so the music for Fridays is always upbeat and fun typically something like a kid's bop um, vibe, and that is just what we do on Fridays. So anytime you can add some music and let students have input, you can definitely keep that writing block fresh and fun. Number three, flexible seating options. Now this gets a little bit tricky now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, but even if your students can't move around, they can still enjoy creative ways and places to sit and to work. So some examples of this are if you have those sit spots, you can put those around the room and that way the kids are socially distanced, but they're able to get away from their desk. If you do not have sit spots, you can easily make those by cutting out some felt. You can even cut construction paper into a circle and laminate it. You do not have to spend money on those um, actual sit spots. You can create them yourself. And so the whole idea is just to have a place for someone to sit. You could also just have an image of some sort, laminate it, tape it to the ground, and that just signals to where students are able to sit. Other ideas, using clipboards instead of a desktop. So sometimes my students just love having a clipboard and it just makes them feel like it's not really writing time. But 
I don't really care what you write on as long as you're enjoying it and having a good time. So definitely think about having clipboards, whiteboards, or something else that students can write on besides just a desktop. If you have access to wobble stools or stability balls, maybe you did a donor's choose project and you were able to get some flexible seating, you can definitely provide those options for your students to have flexible seating and you can still maintain social distancing. Number four, writing outdoors. This is a COVID friendly way to keep writing fun. The fresh air allows for creativity and there is just a lot of space outside. So if it is nice weather when you're going back to school or whatever that nice weather is in your school year, definitely take some time to do writing outside. I guarantee your students will love it and they are going to feel excited about writing and they'll be super engaged. Number five. Writer of the week. Now this is, I love this because you get to celebrate hard workers. You get to celebrate a student who has taken on a writing skill. You can celebrate a student who has taken on a certain writing strategy or a student who has really shown some growth, no matter what that growth looks like. This can also be done by students nominating each other and it's just really exciting when you can have a writer of the week. And because there are several weeks in the year, you can oftentimes celebrate students more than one time and they really look forward to being able to do that. Ways to celebrate them, you can make a very simple certificate. You can allow them to sit in a certain spot. You can even put something kind of like a little writing trophy on their desk. Give them a really fun writing utensil that they get to choose, a fun pen. I love getting the smelly pens from the Dollar Tree. Anything like that that can just be exciting for the writer of the week, you can be able to implement. Number six, quick writes. Now, I talked a lot about quick writes in episode nine. So if you missed that episode, I want you to go back and listen to it. Quick writes spark creativity. It allows students to openly choose the genre of their choice when connected to just a word or two. So I'm not going to go too in depth on quick writes because I do have a whole episode on them. So if you're interested in quick writes and have not heard episode nine, I encourage you to pause, go back and listen, or definitely check that episode out when you finish this one. Number seven, free write. Now, similar to a quick write, a free write is ideally flexible, completely open, and just writing for fun. So with quick writes where they are taking a word and kind of writing whatever they want about it, a free write can be structured a little bit the same or differently. This type of writing is more structured in the sense that it'll be a longer time that they're writing, typically your writing block, maybe half of the block, and it can be related to a genre of your choice, but the topic is student choice. It could be that you have a topic and students can choose 
whatever genre they want, similar to a quick write, but longer than a quick write. Or you can just have a free write that's completely free and open to whatever the child wants to write about. So uh, free writes are really engaging. I always see a ton of high um, excitement and student participation because they have choice in what they do. Number eight, speaking of student choice, writing choice boards. Anytime you can involve choice into whatever you are doing with children, you are ultimately going to get high participation because they are selecting what it is that they want to do. Now, you're in luck because I have a Writing Choice Boards freebie that you can be able to print and get started today. So I'm going to leave that link in the show notes for you. So be sure to go grab those six Writing Choice Boards and you can start implementing these with your students. The choice boards are great for replacing a certain writing block, maybe, giving them a choice. Choice boards are great for literacy centers, and they're also great for early finisher activities. So I love using choice boards. They are used daily in my entire teaching career. I've used choice choice boards. And so you definitely want to give that a try if you have not explored with that yet. Number nine partner writing. This is where you can be able to group two students together and allow them to brainstorm together and create a piece of writing together. Now, how do you choose the partners? Well, I love using a website, onlinestopwatch.com. On this website, you are able to enter your student names And the website can randomly generate partners that can be partners to write. So I love using that website, but you could also make partner cards. They're easy to make. Simply use index cards. You can put images on them. You can write words on them. You can often um, also write like matching pairs, like peanut butter to jelly or the orange to the juice, whatever you want to do that kind of makes them um, have to find their partner. And then they're going to work on a piece of writing. I also love using a go-around cup, especially if you're teaching in person. That is just putting names on popsicle sticks, sticking it into a cup, and then you are pulling names at random. And that is a really easy go-to. I use go-around cups for everything. So whether you're virtual or in person, this idea of partner writing can still happen. And students are usually um, really excited to be able to work together because so often they are told that they have to work by themselves. So partner writing is definitely something you would want to try. Number 10, a classroom book. I love classroom books because not only does it encourage kids to read, but it allows students to write for a certain purpose. Whether they're writing poetry, whether they're writing a story, whether they're writing a recipe, whatever it is that your students are writing, they have the option to submit 
their writing into your classroom book. These books will stay accessible all year long. If you're in person, I have loved using binders and page tabs. And in the page tabs, I will actually write different genres there so that students can not only add their work, their writing to the binder, but they can also categorize it by genre, which makes it really easy for the reader who wants to come and learn about something to be able to shuffle through. This can be done virtually. It does take a little bit more time with scanning work or with having students submit your work, but you can definitely allow the classroom book to happen virtually where students can go and read each other's writing that you have compiled together. And number 11, another student and also teacher favorite is the idea of a publishing party. Anytime you can find a way to celebrate student writing and students accomplishing their writing goals, that is just a time to celebrate. And so doing a publishing party just makes it really fun, really engaging. The kids get to see their hard work being celebrated. They get to be able to have a great time with music and sometimes snacks with their friends. It is like a big deal. And during this time, their peers, their classmates can also offer them feedback and they can also highlight their successes. And so this is just a great way to keep writing fresh and fun because once that publishing party's over and you start that next piece of writing or that next genre of writing, your kids are gonna be amped and ready to go. Hopefully, you can give one or more of these ideas a try this week. If you do try one of these 11 ideas with your, with your students, I would love to know which one you tried and how your students responded. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram. Let me know. I love hearing how students are being able to find the joy of writing And I love hearing how teachers are able to keep writing fresh and fun in their classrooms. As a quick recap, the 11 ways to keep writing fresh and fun in your classrooms. One, writing materials. Two, a student DJ. Three, flexible seating options. Four, writing outdoors. Five, writer of the week. Six, quick writes. Seven, free writes. Eight, writing choice boards. Nine, partner writing. Ten, classroom book. And eleven, publishing parties. Once again, you can find any of these eleven ways to make your writing time more spicy and fun in the show notes, but also. While you are there, do not forget to download the free writing choice boards that I have. They are low prep and engaging for your students. I hope you have the most exhilarating writing time with your students this week. Until next time. Thank you for listening to The Literacy Dive. If you would like to connect with Megan, you can find her on Instagram at MissPeaceStyle. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes of The Literacy Dive. Until next time.